I well. I well. I well. Hi. Hi, welcome back to the Litchfield Experience. I'm Mike. I'm Ian. So, we had a fun-filled weekend. Lots of stuff going on. Yes, sir. On today's show, I talk about hunting, my breaking my glasses, and talking about the wrong thing at the right time? The wrong time? I'll give you a little story about deer hunting, uh, checking out at Casey's. And we sit down and chat with Hal Winnis from the Litchfield Lions Club. And now, a word from our sponsor. Rock! Pay the bills! Pay the bills! Pay the bills! I know I need life insurance, but I don't think I can afford it. It's easy to look at life insurance as just another monthly expense that might push you over your budget. But did you know life insurance can actually cost just as little as a dollar a day? It's true. There are coverage options that can fit your needs and your budget. Contact Farm Bureau agent Mike or Ian to learn more today. It's your future. Let's protect it. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company. Bills are paid. So you said you uh, went hunting this weekend? Yeah, second time out. Bow hunting. Was this uh, Saturday morning? It was perfectly timed because I had a friend who was getting married on Saturday. So, unfortunately, I missed that wedding. But yeah, it was Saturday. Saturday hunting. You mi- it, you missed the wedding. I missed the wedding. Oh. Wow, what happened? Well, it it didn't go as planned. So, got up early. We're sitting in the stand. And, uh, I don't know, about an hour after sitting in the stand, I heard a deer, couldn't tell if it was a buck or a doe coming up and stomping around me just far enough away that I couldn't see it out of my peripheral vision. And I didn't want to get up and spook it away. And so maybe it wasn't even the one that I shot at. But fast forward about an hour and a half, it pokes his head out behind the tree. I take a shot, and I didn't think I hit it. Because it's the first time I've ever shot at a a deer with a bow. Yep. Because when you shoot them with a shotgun, they just stop moving really quickly. And that wasn't the case. So, fast forward, I wait in the stand for another couple hours, didn't see anything else. It was great. It was a perfect morning. Beautiful sunrise. Birds were going crazy. It was great. Shotgun blast going off. Uh, It sounded, sounded like the artillery. And so I get down to go pick up my arrow, and sure enough, it had had gone all the way through the deer. So I start walking around in the direction that I thought it went, and I didn't see any any blood in that direction, so I turned around, you came out, and then we started looking in a different direction, and sure enough, we saw a blood trail, and spare you guys three hours of explaining trying to find this thing. We followed it, spooked it once, followed it, spooked it again, and then searched for it for an additional, how long? Let's be clear, the, the second spook, it was laying completely flat. Like it was, like it... Like it was dead. Like it was doing his eternal sleep, and, uh, well... It wasn't... It, it wasn't up, there yet. It got up and ran off pretty quick after that, but we were like four feet from it, so that was fun. Yeah. And frustrating and defeating. But. So, 
At that time, the search party decided to leave because one of them had to go to a wedding. The other two just had to get back to their lives, which I understand. Which I showed up to that wedding as the music started for them to start walking down the aisle. Like a text from a coworker was, be quiet, the wedding has started. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So, beautiful wedding. Awesome. Congratulations to you, Andrew and Chloe. Good job. Yeah. Very excited for you both. Again, apologies I couldn't be there. But, so then, search party takes off, and uh, I walked around with my father-in-law for, I don't know, another, another four hours looking for this thing. We walked in... 10 by 10 sections on the east side of the woods, down and back and down and back and down and back and didn't see a single drop of blood except for where it ended when you guys left. So I think it was a total of six hours looking for it. Oh, frustrating. Just going to have to shoot better, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Easier said than done, just being so. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's all there is to it. That's life. That's hunting, I guess. So. And there's that. Yeah. So there's that. It was a good time. Got to uh, hone in on my tracking skills. So that was first time I've had to do that. Like I said, with the shotgun, they just typically fall over. Well, I mean, you just shoot them better with the shotgun because that happens with shotguns too. Sometimes you have to track them for a long time. It happens. But. Whatever. That's hunting. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I also went hunting outside of that. I, w I w took my dog uh, duck hunting this weekend. And boy, was the pure joy, the pure joy of a, of a dog, working dog doing his thing is, is unbelievable. He is sitting in his kennel in the blind there, you know, and the whole thing's shaking. Like, it's just vibrating. Like, he is just ready to go. It is so cool. Standing on pins and needles waiting for the gun to go off. Yep, he's all excited, and we're just sitting there. I'm like, man, you got, like, 25 more minutes before we can even shoot there, big guy. So just, uh, just calm down. <laughs> oh, Doug Dog. Good, good old Doug Dog. Got him a couple ducks this weekend. It was fun. How did he did he retrieve well? He did. He's getting better. You know, this is his second time ever being out. He did he did pretty well. Did pretty well. He did a retrieved one in the water, brought me one, and then I sent him out for another without coming back onto shore. So he dropped it in the water, turned around, swam, and got the other one. And when he grabbed it, I just walked back to the shore. I didn't even I don't know, man. It's cool. Never I've never had a hunting dog before either, so this is cool. Cool for me. He's never had a hunting partner either. Yeah, he's uh, I'm, I got lucky there. I'll tell you that. Poor dog got stuck with me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I did what I was getting ready this weekend. I noticed my glasses were. What well, was on Sunday? I noticed my glasses were a little bent, and I was like, "Oh, I better not mess with them too much. They look like they might break." So I was watching the, the frustrating Vikings. On Sunday, and I uh, 
just sitting there, and my glasses snapped. I didn't hit my head, nothing. They just decided they had enough, and just pow. My daughter from the uh, in the other room goes, what was that? So my glasses just popped. I don't know the pressure was just right or what. I don't know, man. It's kind of crazy. So I got duct tape and fixed them the good old-fashioned way. You were just sitting on the couch. Nothing. Yes. And they they broke on the side of your head and sounded like a pop rock. Yeah, it sounded like you snapped a twig in half. That's crazy. I have a backup pair, but just weird how it just popped out of out of nowhere. Weird. Conspiracize that one. Maybe you got something going on between those ears that made it explode. <sighs> I doubt it. Maybe you're the new Magneto. I doubt it. I doubt it. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was interesting. Anyway, and then I uh, wrapped up with, you know, my pickleball. Love playing. Love playing some pickleball, and I. Have you ever just said the wrong thing at the right time or the right thing at the wrong time or however you want to view it? Like, I really shouldn't say these next words that I'm thinking and then four seconds later they just come falling out of your mouth. Has that ever happened to you? Depends on who I'm with. But, yeah, it's definitely happened to me a time or two. Yeah. Yeah, I think I... I, I did that last night playing pickleball and I could tell that I upset quite a few people. Oh. So we'll see how this goes. See if I get invited back to pickleball. Or are you going to tell the listeners what, what oh, we yeah. said? Yeah, so I play pickleball with a, with a really good group of guys. They all are affiliated with a church, and they get together after some of their things at like 9 o'clock at night, right? They, there's a church here. So they're church-going fellas is all I'm really saying. Love them. I don't have any issue with that. That's not really – that's only relevant to the story of I'm – I'm also very competitive, so when I'm playing pickleball or playing anything, I, I try my best. And when I screw up, I, well, I get mad at myself. Sure. And uh, I drop the big old loud JC at the top of my lungs. Ah. And they were very, very, very uncomfortable after that. Visibly upset. Yeah, whoopsie doodle. <laughs> whoopsie sorry boys it's mike <laughs> can't put that one back in the bag that's exactly what i said right after that I said, <laughs> well i can't unsay that sorry boys <laughs> oh man i think they were a little mad yeah well it, i guess that's just the way the cookie crumbles oh you've yeah. never done that have you ever done that? Where? Well, not. I've I haven't said that in a group of church going fellows just because I've been around them most of my life, and that's something I try not to say. But yeah, I've definitely said some. I've definitely said some other things in inappropriate times. That's that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> just just the. I think everybody has. I think that's. The way it is, just people, you say the wrong thing at the wrong time, or the right thing at the wrong time, or I don't, I don't know if it's the right thing at the right. <laughs> if I don't know if it's the right thing at the wrong time, I think it's the wrong thing, at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, definitely the the wrong thing at the wrong time. Yeah. 
That happens. Just yep. the way it goes. What can, what can I do? Just apologize. Yep. Try not to do it again. I was feeling like saying that when I was in line at, at our favorite chicken wing place in town. Oh, yeah? This weekend. I was heading back, heading back out to the in-laws after looking for that deer for most of Saturday. You know, we got some pizza and some pop and stuff to go have a bonfire. And I walk in, and there's six people in line. I'm like, okay, no problem. I'll go see if the pizza's ready. Nope, pizza wasn't ready. So I went back outside and made a phone call and came back inside. And five of the six people that were in, I was on the phone for like 10 minutes. Came back inside. Five people were still in line. Like, interesting. I wonder what could be taking them so long because it only takes what an extra 20 20 30 seconds to plug in your rewards number and then put your card in and then you're good right. to go so then i grabbed three three 12 packs of soda for the pizza party <laughs> the pizza party. For the pizza party and i i stack all three of them on top of each other and i just stand in the back of the line hoping that it would Cause the line to move somewhat faster, passively aggressively, passively like, aggressively. Like, hey, can we, can we not move in reverse? <laughs> like, what's going, on? what's going on? So that it didn't work. Um, I think it took another like five or six minutes to check out five people. But what was happening was, is the first guy came in. He wanted give me two cans of Copenhagen, one can of Lamb's in pillows. I need two of these barbecue cheats. Uh, Two barbecue Casey's chips, and can I have five power balls? Five power balls. And the lady looks at him and goes, "I'm sorry, what did you say?" So there was a there was a little bit of a language barrier between the lady behind the counter and the guy on the other side. And I think every person in line got like five or ten lottery tickets, but they would wait till she had counted them, come back to the register, ring them up, and they're like, "Oh, can I have ten of those other ones?" And then ten more of this other box? Yeah. The lottery is always, it really clogs the line. It really. Like, well, you think there'd be a something set up somewhere that didn't happen, but whatever. I think the high, my highlight of that whole encounter was the three people that came in in the meantime to check their Powerball tickets and the tantrums that they threw. <laughs> Man, was it funny. <laughs> to come in and they go, oh, I never win this. I'm like, dude, you got a one in 292 million chance. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I checked while I was there because I'm like, I wonder what the odds even are to win this. Because, I mean, they only ever pull the winning ticket from like Florida or California. I'm sure they pulled them from somewhere else. Well, then when they do pull the winning ticket when it's a hundred billion dollars or whatever it is, it's like you and 17 other people won. I'm like, oh. What are the odds that nobody's won for the last three months, and then when we do win, it's all the same numbers? Yeah. What? Like, come on. I don't even follow it that closely. I just go, oh, wow, that'd be cool to win a couple billion dollars. What? And then I, you know, mentally spend it in my head like I'm sure everybody else does. And then you go, yeah, well, well that's not going to happen, so I'm back to reality. Yeah, you got to play to win, and I don't... I, I don't, don't play. I don't, I don't play. <laughs> I don't play. You got to play to win, so I don't... I don't do that. No. So, got my soda pop and left. 
It was fine. It was it was interesting people watching with the lottery oh, for tickets. Sure. For sure. It's pretty interesting people watching at the wedding this weekend too. I'm sure. Some of the people that I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. It's kinda of fun. It's kinda of fun. Come give you a hug, say hey. How you doing, old some Mikey? Did. Some of them some of them avoid me like the plague. Like, oh, that's weird. I could see that you're uncomfortable being <laughs> in the same room with me. I don't know what I did to you. <clears throat> I don't care. Never mind. Anyway, hey. <laughs> Big gulps, huh? It was good times. It was good times. It was good times. Nice. Well, man. Well, we should probably get to our guest here, huh? Yeah. We got a man with wears many hats, but I think we're just going to talk about one today. One hat specifically. One hat. This guy is super busy. He's uh he's he does a lot for the community. A lot of, not a lot of people know who this fella is, so it's awesome. Awesome. It's, uh, yeah. Welcome to the show, Hal. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much. Are you originally from Litchfield? No, I'm not. I'm uh, I'm originally from Iowa and then moved to North Dakota. Went to all my high school in, in North Dakota and then uh, came to uh, Litchfield uh, through Palmyra. I started in Palmyra in Detroit Lakes and moved around a while and came in 1979 to Litchfield and ran the Palmyra store until I had uh, a double lung transplant. A double lung transplant? Yeah. Holy smokes. So, been doing really well. Good. You look good for Thank a guy you. who's had a double lung transplant. <laughs> Yeah, yesterday was my 22nd anniversary of having my transplant, so it brings back a lot of memories. Oh, wow. But, you know, my doctor told me three to five years of quality of life, and here I am 22 years later. So I'm doing good. <laughs> All his education, and that's, <laughs> boy, was he wrong, huh? Yeah. <laughs> good for you. Best educated guess was yeah, way right. off. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. He was going by the averages, I think. So. Wow. And I'm beating all the averages. Good for you, man. Yeah. I'm sure that's all they have to go off of, right? I'm sure. I don't know. <laughs> you don't want to fall on the wrong side of that probability. No. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about your family, Hal. Well, I have, uh, I'm married. I've been married for 46 years to Mary Jane, and we have two children, um, David, who's 45, and Crystal's 42, and they both have two kids. So um, I'm going to be starting to get to go to graduation next year for my first grandchild. And then the, the youngest one is six, so I, uh, I'm, I really cherish having grandchildren. It's one of my great delights in my life. Awesome. I have four of them. So. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. So, Hal, you're a, you're a Litchfield Lion, as, as am I. Yeah. Um, how did you get involved with the Lions Club? When I first came to town, I became a Kiwanian. And um, they met on a Wednesday, and Wednesday happened to be my golf day. So I didn't care to do that because I have to get to, get to hit the golf course right after Kiwana's meetings. So I ended up um, finding out about lions, and my dad was a lion for 40 years, so he said, why aren't you a lion? And then I became a lion, and I've been a lion about 30 years now. 30 years. Holy smokes. Yeah. That's awesome. So, and they That's meet awesome. on Monday nights, and it's very convenient that way for me. It is, and and you get food. Yeah, and you get food. <laughs> <laughs> Although it seems to be a point of contention right now, but yeah, we get is, food. It is a tough one to do because they're trying to uh, um, raise the rates, and we don't know where else to go. So, 
Yeah. Well, I think it's, I don't think it's the raising the rates that we're so worried about. It's the raising the rates in the middle of the contract that make it so tough. Right. 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 But I get it. The cost of everything just Has triples. Yeah. It, it's tough. It's tough for everybody. You yeah, know, so. it sure is. I get that. We could table that for now. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be there for a while. No, no kidding. No kidding. So the Lions do quite a bit for the community of Litchfield. Yes, they you do. Know, eye screenings. Can you tell me a little bit about that, what they do for eye screenings? Well, what we do is we have these machines that are they go around our district, and they there's two machines that we bring in, and we go to the preschoolers and first graders, and we have the lions go in and they check their eyes with this machine, and if they find that there's a certain problem, then they uh, take them to send them to the eye doctor. But it's a screening that they either pass or they fail, and if they fail, then we go for further consultation. And so it's a really good deal. We've got these six thousand dollar machines that go around that all the clubs use, and uh, I think. Right now, uh, the Carlsons in town, and maybe another couple, I'm not sure, are doing that project. Awesome. Yeah. It's a good deal. Very cool. Yeah. And we have, a, like, the food drive every year in March, and that's doubled. You know, that whatever we create, and I think we're one of the biggest contributors to the food shelf. We just, we just have an excellent food drive every year. And our Litchfield Lions uh, donates to what's called the breakfast bags or breakfast champions, breakfast of champions. And what that is, is we fill the pantries at each school with food. And on Friday, the kids come to the pantries because they don't have food for the weekends. They mm -hmm. get it at school, but they get to get their food from the uh, counselors and we'll be able to bring food home for the weekend. And that's kind of a project. I love shopping, so I go do all the shopping and I go out and do the fundraising and then uh, the Lions is a big contributor to that. So, Awesome. Yeah. I think there's a few other things that they help with as well. Yeah, right? We, we do that, that big citywide cleanup in the spring. Yeah, we do a citywide cleanup. And I know that uh, we're big into uh, one of our missions is diabetes. We have a big deal about diabetes, but that's used through the district. And then locally, we just try to help youth organizations if we can. So this is what our our upcoming fundraiser are, is going to go for. Yeah. What is that? Speaking of that, what is the next big thing that's on the Lions docket here? Well, we are having a breakfast on October 15th at the Eagles. Um, it's our annual breakfast, and we're going to be serving French toast, pancakes, sausage, and it's the kielpasa sausage, which everybody loves. Not the links, not the patties, but the kielpasa. And then we'll have orange juice and coffee. And you'll be served by the local Lions. And it's um, going to be at the Eagles Club from 830 to 1230. And uh, it's going to be $10. And um, we just want everybody to come. We, uh, we, we're looking forward to this. And we give all the money back to local uh, youth in town. So, Yeah, and there's plenty of room there, right? So it's not going to be a short... We don't have to squeeze in a little place with all no, these people. No, we pl we're planning on 300, and we'll house them very easily. Yeah, we'll turn over that place about four times. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. And and did you say how many pancakes and French toast? I did not. Peel bosses you get? I, I just know that uh, um, we you, you get it's all you can eat. 
Oh, it's all you can eat. It, it, we don't count the pancakes. We don't count the French toast. We just look, if they want more, they come back for more. But I do want to mention, uh, we have some great contributors to our breakfast. First of all, we apply for a Thrivet um, action card where we get $250 from them and some free T-shirts. And that's where we used to go out and get extra syrup or orange juice or pancake mix or whatever it be. And then we got $50 from Family Fair. Uh, we're getting a donation from Cenex, uh, and we also got eggs from Forsman Farms. So we get a lot of the stuff donated, so all the $10 basically goes to a profit for the Lions Club. That's yep. great. And yep. after the breakfast, I send in a request to the Eagles Gambling Fund, and they generally give us another $1,000 because they know it goes to youth projects. Awesome. So, Lions Club supporting the youth. That's great. That, yeah, it's great. So we want everyone to come out, 830 to 1230, and we've got posters all around town. We've got all the churches posted, and hopefully we'll get a good turnout. And, and what did you say the cost of that was? $10. I think that's cheaper than getting breakfast anywhere else on Sunday I, morning, I, I, isn't it? I think it? so, too, especially when you can come back and get all you want. So All you can eat breakfast for yep. 10 bucks. Yeah. Wow. You got some pancakes, French toast, and some kielpasas. As, as my dad would say, I'm going to hollow my leg out so I can take extra home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this kielpasa sausage is really good, and people ask for it. And you get those links and, and, and those patties, and just not the same. But these kielpasa are just delicious. So people come for that. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, and also you should be able to find a lot of the stuff on social media, on the Facebook posts and, and things like that, right? So Yes, yes. And, and the, the chamber office helped us get all this uh, printing done, and then they sent it over to Ramsey to be printed. So the girls at the chamber did a wonderful job, and then the radio station will be advertising, and we're also, uh, if you call into the radio station sometime, they have a, a few free gift, gift certificates for a free breakfast. So oh, awesome. We've lined that up. So great, great. Well, it's awesome. This is, this is fantastic. Well, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, do you have any do you have any questions for us or? No, I really appreciate you having me on because the more we can get out there, the more people we can get in there, and the more money we can make it for youth in in Litchfield. Absolutely, we we love to be uh, love to be a part of it, and glad we could help you out here. Great, thank you guys very much. Yep, thank you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks yep. for coming on. Hal. Thanks. And as, as always, always, we'll see, see you, you next time. time. Today's podcast was brought to you by Farm Bureau Financial Services. As a member of our community, you don't have to be our client for us to care about your future. If you ever have any questions about your existing coverages or you need help, just give us a shout at 320-593-0027 or stop by 503 East Depot Street.